Hey, welcome and greetings from Elfie's World, the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. You know, I'm really glad you decided to join us today. My name's Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. Today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, now these are true stories which have been eh, either totally overlooked or well, sometimes not given quite the attention they deserve by the potentates of history. <laughs> we're we're going to leave it to you to decide why they've been kind of neglected in the annals of time. Now, this is episode number 11, and it is entitled President Number 11 and a Half. So, kick back, relax, and enjoy. If I were to ask you to name the 11th President of the United States, you would answer James K. Polk. If I were to ask you to name the 12th President of the United States, your answer would be Zachary Taylor. But what would your answer be if I were to ask you who was President of the United States number 11 and a half? Hmm? Uh, is is that your uh, final answer? <laughs> well, that was my answer too. Eleven and a half? That was my answer until I ran across the name of David Rice Acheson. Now, the date of this historic happening was Saturday, March 3rd, 1849. At the stroke of midnight that evening, President James K. Polk's tenure of office came to an end. On the next day, General Zachary Taylor was to take his oath of office as President of the United States. There was only one problem. The next day, March 4th, was a Sunday. Now, General Taylor was a strict Episcopalian, and he refused to take the oath of office on the Sabbath. He insisted that government would just have to wait until Monday. Well, okay, no problem. In a case such as this, the presidency automatically reverts to the vice president. Unfortunately, the vice president, George Dallas, had resigned as president of the Senate, and his term as vice president expired along with President Polk. Hmm, <laughs> now what? Well... It just so happened that one of the last things the Senate of the 30th Congress of the United States did before it adjourned 
was to re-elect their president pro tem, David Rice Acheson, a senator from Missouri. Now, this automatically made him next in line for the presidency. Well, was Senator Acheson legally president for that one day? Well, some people say no, because he was not legally sworn into office. However, in 1913, a publication entitled Biographical Congressional Directory came out and it stated that David Rice Acheson was, quote, legal president of the United States for one day. Then, in 1928, several politicians, including the governor of Missouri, descended on Plattsburgh, Missouri, Atchison's final home. It was there they dedicated a statue to, quote, President Atchison for his brief term of office as our nation's leader. And uh, what did President Acheson think about this whole matter? Well, it depended upon when you asked him. On one occasion, he suggested that he probably was President of the United States for 24 hours. However, Later, he had serious doubts as to whether he would have been allowed to have made any major decisions. And what exactly did President Acheson achieve during his one-day presidency? Well... And what did President Acheson achieve during his 24-hour tenure in office? Well, not one single thing. Oh, a few of his colleagues suggested to him that he might make some political appointments. However, he passed on the opportunity. In actuality, he spent most of his 24-hour tenure as President of the United States of America, asleep, as he told a St. Louis newspaper reporter, I went to bed. There had been two or three busy nights finishing up the work of the Senate, and I slept most of that Sunday. Ironically, history was to repeat itself in a way Four years later, when Vice President-elect William R. King died of tuberculosis, Acheson was still President Pro Tem of the Senate. So, under the Articles of the Constitution, he unofficially succeeded King as Vice President for nine months. There is uh, no report of how much of this term he slept away. Well, 
The debate over whether David Rice Acheson was president will probably go on for some time. One thing is for certain. As presidential terms of office go, this one was amazing and politically true. Well, there you have it. That was program number 11, entitled President Number 11 and a Half, part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each week, we will be presenting for your entertainment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true tales from history. Now, some of these stories come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. Now, as a listener to this program, hey, hey, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book, and that includes shipping and handling. For more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com. Then click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram principal editor and provider of Sage Council, expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Joe Payne for the Trumpet Fanfare. Herbert Bolin for his Piano Mood Happy Four. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. 